This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. It's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Vendee joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Thursday. The Jason Walker Show, a state champion Chip edition of the show. Presented by Capital Collision Center, we are inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave on a beautiful Thursday, getting set for a great show. Scream Queen Linnea Quigley will stop by today. Now, she was supposed to be on tomorrow, but we moved her to today because uh, I don't think we're going to do a show tomorrow. So we'll be uh, here today, probably not tomorrow. But Linnea Quigley joins us. That's what she said with Nicole Ragoni on the way as well and on this day we'll do some predictions for the weekend and uh, much more coming up on a on a on a great day facebook you can watch live there twitter youtube listen live on podbean network one sports you can also go to jasonwalkershow.com email anytime jason at jasonwalkershow.com you can tweet us at jaywalkersports and uh, facebook is too all right Girls, the double-A state soccer match is at the half here in Helena. And it is 1-0, Glacier leading. After being outscored 5-0 in two previous matches in the regular season, Glacier now is outscoring Helena through the half, 1-0. We'll keep an update on that. They uh, should be getting set to start the second half soon um, over there at the uh, the fields here in town. So. All right, where are we at? Uh, your daily COVID update, let's start there. 891 new cases, 30,853 total since March. There are 373 currently in the hospital, 337 have passed away. We're That's almost 100 in the last, what, week and a half, two weeks. The death count has gone up. 20,042 recovered, 10,474 active cases. 2,107 Yellowstone County, 1123 in Cascade. Uh, they've just issued new restrictions, as has Missoula County, as has Lewis and Clark County. Uh, Gallatin County at 846, 571 Glacier, 579 Flathead, 822 Missoula, 743 Lewis and Clark. Bunch of uh, cases up on the High Line, and it's... Um, what is that? What did I think? Um, so the governor's mandate is anything over four active cases in that county, they have to put on a mask, unless you're him. Uh, I think there's five counties out of 56 that aren't in, in that area right now. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. Um, anyway, so there is our, uh, our uh, update. All right, it's that time of the year where it's playoff season. And Tom Wiley, great great guy up in Great Falls, 
um, Montana Sports, KRTV, does a great job. He's involved Special Olympics. Does a, he's just a great dude. Um, but every year for the last few years, I've enjoyed his, and a lot of other people do this, but Tom's is the best. So he, he Google Maps the playoffs, and it's just great. The distance that Montana schools travel to play playoff games. And it's, it's just super awesome. So we'll start in the double-A. You got Butte hosting Capital Friday night. It's what? Google Maps says it's 76 miles. So a little over an hour drive for the Bruins down to the Bulldogs. CMR Bozeman, 186 miles. Skyview Great Falls High, 215. Big Sky Glacier, 117. So average distance, 149 miles. Average travel time for the AA, 2 hours, 36 minutes. Um, then, it, then it starts to get a little fun. Uh, in Class A, we'll start small. Frenchtown at Laurel. Five hours, 12 minutes on a bus, 345 miles. Mile City at Dillon, 400 miles, six-hour trip. Columbia Falls at Billing Central, 431 miles, just under seven hours. And the winner, Sydney at Hamilton, 588 miles, nine hours, 36 minutes on a bus. That's Google Map time. That's not Bus time. <laughs> so it's going to be closer to 10 hours. Um, average distance in Class A, 441 miles, 6 hours, 54 minutes. Class B, uh, the longest will be Big Fork at Malta. That is 6 hours and 1 minute. Um Oh, I just got a message on Facebook from our uh, a good buddy, uh, Staff Sergeant. Is it still Staff Sergeant Brandon Arnold? Uh, I'm wearing my U.S. Army shirt for my son, but uh, um, appreciate you uh, you tuning in, my man. And uh, go Army. I also have to say go Navy because my brother did Navy time, but my son's in the Army now, so go Army. All right, back to Class B. So Big Fork at Malta, just about six hours, 355 miles. Uh, let's see here. Oh, the biggest one, though, in Class B is Glasgow at Eureka. Yeah, 464 miles on the High Line, 7 hours and 45 minutes. And then, uh, let's see here, Huntley at Townsend, 221 miles. Conrad of Florence, 223. Whitehall at Shepherd, 219. Coal Strip in Manhattan's 283. And then Columbus at Red Lodge, all of, man, 44 miles. So in Class B, average distance, 244 miles, 3 hours, 54 minutes. Eight man. And St. Iggy at Fort Benton. That is 246 miles. You've got Belt at Flint Creek, 154 miles. Ennis at Fairview, 475 miles and over 7 hours on a bus. Westby Grenora at Joliet, 395 that's six hours, 19 minutes. Uh, Ekalak at Park City, 283 miles. Superior or Alberton Superior at Shelby, 280. Sims at Thompson Falls, 234. 
Cascade at Scobie, 385 miles, six and a half hours. So in eight man, the average distance, 307 miles, and just under five hours bus time. Six man, quarters. You have uh, Power Dutton Brady at Shields Valley. Assuming the roads are good, two hours, 44 minutes. It's 168 miles. Coming down 89, could yeah, they should be all right. Uh, let's see. Bridger at Big Sandy is 299 miles. You have then Harlow at Freud Medicine Lake, 350 miles, and Savage at White Sulphur Springs, 378. So 299 miles on average, 4 hours, 45 minutes for six men. I just love, I mean, Sydney to Hamilton is a hike. And it's 588 miles. St. Cloud, Minnesota is 584 miles from Sydney. So it's cl- it's closer for Sydney to go play in St. Cloud, Minnesota, than it is to come across the state to play at Hamilton. I just love this time of the year. It's so awesome. And uh, kudos to Tom Wiley for throwing that up um, again. So, uh, Glacier girls going for the first uh, title in school history in soccer, uh, leading 1-0 at Helena, 23 minutes to go. We'll keep an eye on that. When we return here, Jason Walker Show, we're going to check in with our great friend, Nicole Ragoni. It is time for That's What She Said, just around the corner. Jason Walker Show coming right back. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major mortgage is a division of AMCAP mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. 
Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Happy Thursday, Jason Walker Show, back presented by Capital Collision Center here inside the major mortgage man cave. Scream, America's Scream Queen and the Queen of B-Movies, Linnea Quigley, will join us coming up uh, in the next segment. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn. Helena, uh, on this day in history, you can do predictions because I don't think we're going to do a show tomorrow. I think we're going to take tomorrow off. Depends. If I get a couple of guests we're working on, then we'll do a show tomorrow. But we are doing a show today, and it is Thursday. That's what she said, presented by Dinner's Done Right. And now is the perfect time to stop by Dinner's Done Right. They have food ready to go. It's thawed. It's ready for you just to bring home and cook. And then, of course, you can stop by the freezer as well and get stuff for the weekend. And that includes Pasta Primavera, which is on the menu tonight at the Walker household from Dinner's Done Right. I think it's an Italian dish. Am I right, Nicole Ragoni? Yes, it is an Italian dish. I hope it's good. Um, it is because Dinner's Done Right makes it, and Vicky does a great job, her and her crew. So um, anxious to try it. I don't think I've had it before. Um, but, yeah, Pasta Primavera. I don't even know what it is. It's got a lot of vegetables in it. I know that. Good. It'll get your vitamins. Oh. All your vitamins up to date. Okay. Good, good. Because I did forget to take them earlier today. Um, how are you <laughs> since last week? How are you I'm doing? I'm doing well. That's, that, that's good. Doing well. Just, Hanging in there um, in basically sportsless northwest. It feels like. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, especially in Oregon. Take me day by day. Yeah. Um, yes. You have a governor out there that um, it has made some interesting decisions. And I know there's a lot on her plate. I won't start with that. There's a lot on Kate Brown's plate because of the fires and COVID and literally everything going on in Oregon. But well, um, forget the protesting. Oh, right. Oh, the, the, uh, yeah, the protesting, the rioting in Portland, which is, you talked about last week, which is horrendous, um, the way they've left the streets. So there's a lot going on. So I, I, I get that, you know, she is having trouble maybe multitasking, but last week we talked about Oregon, Oregon State. Now, they're allowed to play full contact practices for football, but also basketball because it wasn't specified that it was supposed to be football only from the looks of it. Um, and still no word on Portland State or Portland. In fact, she doubled down, I think, yesterday, saying that they're not going to be able to play yet. So what's your – a week later now, nothing's changed. How are you still feeling? Um, I'm frustrated because basketball does not have the numbers that football has. It's naturally based off of how the sport is played and the roster. Um, I just don't think there's a lot of people that are on a – there aren't. I mean, but the numbers is not. So uh, they should be allowed to test every single day, like the other universities. They're 
Portland State and University of Portland are the only two Division um, One basketball teams that are not allowed to play. And I think that that's enough to really have an argument against Kate Brown. If they just test them and test the staff and test the people that are involved in the women's and the men's basketball programs, it should be enough because I don't see how that's not helping our children get back to school um, with citizens that have lost their homes due to the fires, um, families that haven't seen their loved ones in elderly homes. I mean, that has nothing to do, University of Portland and Portland State has nothing to do with those matters that she seems to be very focused on, which all of those things are extremely important, but they don't correlate. Also, there's going to be no fans regardless. So there should really be no issue. It doesn't make any sense to me. I did read, so John Canzano, who's an award-winning guy, uh, talk show host in Portland area, also uh, writes for the Oregonian, um, and he talked to uh, the AD of Portland State, and I can't, Valerie Plume, I think is her name, and they were talking about how PSU, and this directly affects the big sky, so that's why I bring it up, but Portland State might have to travel out of state to travel back in state to play their exhibition games against uh, Oregon and Oregon State in basketball, which makes a lot of sense to me. Not really. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, they aren't having full contact practices. Yes, they're still practicing, but they're not to where they're supposed to be right now. Um, it's, it's really sad. I, I actually think it's really sad. Because to be the only two Division One basketball programs that are not allowed to play when across the country, everybody's preparing for a pretty normal basketball season, start, start date-wise, which would be the first sport to really start on time, which is going to be meaning America's starting to come back a little bit more back to the normalcy. So it's really sad that it has to be in Oregon, and I just don't understand. I don't think she understands the ripple effect of those people or kids coming out of high school aren't going to want to go to University of Oregon, Oregon State, Portland State, or University of Portland. Um, no, and you're absolutely right. And I mean, and it's they're the only two Division One programs not allowed to to do anything. I think they can practice. They just can't go five on five. They can go five on none, which doesn't really accomplish a whole lot when you're trying to go out and win ga- uh, basketball games. Um, but you look at the NAI schools out there: Southern Oregon, Eastern Oregon. Uh, Corbin, uh, former Helena Capital coach Bill Pilgrim, who's now at Corbin and doing a great job out there. Um, we're trying to get him on tomorrow uh, if we do the show, but um, they can't even practice. And that affects then Carroll College, who's supposed to play Corbin in a few weeks. So it's just a trickle-down effect that it just sucks all the way around. It affects a lot of conferences, a lot of schools, a lot of people. It makes our state look kind of in shambles, and it is in shambles, but it's been a Oregon's been a national topic for too long when, in reality, Oregon's been a very, very quiet city. I've lived here a majority of my life and never, ever dealt with anything that has made national news like this before, where the actual city is put on many different national news outlets, CNN, NBC, Fox, all of them. Yeah, it's- <laughs> It's not good uh, for, and for not many to mention, reasons. It's the number, Portland and the state of Oregon is the number one state with the most people moving out of it. Wow. And it has and it's just an exodus right now. Um, 
there's a lot of stories like that in states. You know, Californians are moving to Texas and Montana, Oregon and Washington leaving in Exodus. City or states in the east are moving west. Um, it's crazy. Nicole Rigotti joining us, Jason Walker show. That's what she said. Um, all right. Pac-12 football is supposed to start next week. Uh, we've seen some incidences in the Big Ten already. They've played a week, and now all of a sudden they're having problems. Wisconsin not going to play Nebraska. And I know we're not going to talk a lot about Pac-12 football, but this is a good thing if they're able to start their season next week and not have interruptions, which at this point we don't know, Nicole, because, again, there's a lot of rules and restrictions. Right. I'm not surprised. We've been talking about this for a while. Uh, I hope it goes smooth. I hope this uh, rapid results test can really help the conference and maybe help the rest of the country. But all we can do is hope and hope that these kids are being as disciplined as possible, along with the adults being as disciplined as possible, so we can keep having having this conference have seven games and move on to basketball season, and then hopefully a normal fall. Yeah. In 2021. Well, I think that's what everybody's shooting for is a, a 2021 normalcy for fall sports, but let's hope. Um, all right. Give me your NFL recap from the weekend um, before we talk about picks from last week and going into this week. Yeah. Um, week seven. Last Sunday, Browns in Cincinnati. Browns won 37 to 34. The Browns are five and two. Cincinnati won five and one. Baker was 22 for 28. 297 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Joe Burrow was 37 for 47, 406 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Baker was slow right out of the gate. He was 0 of 5 in a passing start, but Odell Beckham um, got injured with a knee injury. Now, we don't know what exactly is going on with his knee, if he's going to be back this week or not, but... um, he is getting an MRI this week. And in the fourth quarter, Baker really lit it up with three touchdowns to win the game. So moving on to the Steelers in Tennessee, the Steelers are 6-0 and and are the only team in the NFL to remain unbeaten. They won in Tennessee against the Titans 27-24. Pitt started off strong but had a really slow finish. It wasn't Big Ben's strongest game. Um, he was 32 for 49, 268 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. Mm. Still got the win despite the off game, and the Steelers are 6-0, and that's the first time that this has ever happened in their franchise history since 1978. Wow. Yep. So, Steelers. Yeah, my mom's, the, my mom's happy. I didn't think, yeah, <laughs> I bet she is. <laughs> Um, Bucks in Vegas. Okay, so mm. Bucks won 45 to 20. But five and two. Vegas are the Raiders are three and three. Tampa Bay's offense looks very smooth. Tom Brady has a lot of weapons. Tom Brady was 33 for 45, 369 yards, four touchdowns. Between Scott Miller, Chris Goodwin, Rob Gronkowski, and he's got three other wide receivers that are really great. And Rob is another threat at that tight end position, he's going to have, a, in my opinion, probably going to have a good rest of the year. It looks like things are clicking for him. Um, and 49, I know you're probably not happy about that. <laughs> uh, the 49ers in Foxborough at Gillette Stadium 
took on the Pats. They won 33-6. to I didn't really think that the Pats were going to play that bad and Cam Newton was going to uh, be subbed out. But to me, it looked good on his return. Um, he was, I would say he didn't look good. He looked all right. <laughs> 20 for 45, 277 yards, two interceptions. Cam Newton, a lot worse. <laughs> 9 for 15, 98 yards, and three interceptions. Uh, the 49ers had a pretty well-balanced offense with the run game. Pats are still struggling with their quarterback position, and they are 2-4. and four. I didn't think that they were going to be 2-4 and four this year. Let me ask you this, um, your feelings, because Cam hasn't played great. Remember, he had COVID a few weeks ago. He said he still has some problems with it, and this goes to what we've talked about is we don't know the long-term effects of COVID-19, right. and now we're seeing it with a professional football player who is one of the most in-shape people in the world, and he still struggles uh, with some of the after-effects here. Yeah, um, I think the one thing that we do know about COVID is that it lingers, and it lasts a long time. I think the fatigue is probably the biggest part of that disease, I do think I had it back in late January coming back from Key West and mine lasted probably about a month. Mm. My mom's lasted about a month and a half. Now I took the antigen test um, eight months later. <laughs> so I think the antibodies were out of my system, but I just keep saying that this uh, flu is hanging on really like nothing I've ever felt before and then sure enough we get shut down a couple months later due to a flu that lasts longer than three to four days like the normal flu, find out it's COVID, and here we are stuck in this situation. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So I think it's probably lengthy. Like the cranberries. That was a linger? I don't understand that reference. Oh, come on. The cranberries linger? That was a great song. They did Zombie and Dreams. No? No. What year were you born? 96. Okay. Um, Do I have an out with being born in 96? No. The cranberries are, well, they haven't been around since, they have been haven't been around in forever. She passed away, the lead singer. Um, anyway, okay. We, <sighs> cranberry. You, you haven't seen movies. You don't listen to music. You're just all about, you're just a sports I girl. I love either. it. Yeah, but just not, okay. <laughs> Oh, you're killing me, and I love it. Um, by the way, your your I don't know if I've told you this before. Your birthday, the day, is the exact same as my wife's. February 19th? Yep. Oh, that's funny. She's a Pisces. Yeah. Is she crazy? Because I'm crazy. Um, well, a, that, and she's just a female, so yeah. <laughs> oh, um, man. Pisces are the emotional dreamers. She's a little older than you, though. Not by much, but just a bit. So she was 86, and you're 96. Okay, yeah, 10 years older than me. Yeah, so, and I'm Uh, 11 years older than her, so I'm really old. How old are you? I'm 45. I know I don't look anything over, like, 24, but that's just because I take care of myself and use CeraVe um, on my skin. Oh, okay. Oh, see what I did there? Back full circle. Yeah. All right, um... Other games or no? Are we going in with our picks? Last one. Okay. Um, this one caught me by surprise. The Hawks versus the Cardinals in Arizona. Hawks are five and one. They suffered their first loss. Cardinals are now five and two. The score of that game was thirty seven to thirty four. Hawks, man, 
That yep. third, that last interception that Russell Wilson had in the fourth or in overtime was the reason why the Cardinals were able to get in field goal distance, and they busted it through and won by three. That's all that matters. As long as you score more points yep. than the other team, it's all that matters. Right. Um, and it was Russell didn't play as as good as he normally does. Well, he's got a lot so, on his mind, you know. They did. I, it's, I'm just making an excuse for him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you referring to? What do you know that I don't know? Uh, well, he's, I mean, he's he's just playing on a team that's not as good as it was, and I think their run is over. So he's thinking, like, do I stay in the Pacific Northwest? Do I try to get a trade down to Dallas because they need a quarterback? Um, yeah. Russell you wants. think he would do that in the no. middle of the season? No, no, no. Yeah, no way. No, no way. I don't um, see that happening at all. No. They're just, their defense isn't as good as it was. Their offense isn't nearly as good as it was five years ago. And it's just that that run is over. Now they've got to restart it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's completely over because of one loss. they got a ways to go. Not as not yeah. as far as my boys, but a lot, they got a ways to go. Um Good. Yeah. We'll see what happens week eight. Which, are we picking the Hawks? Are they on our plate for this week? They are on the plate. We can start off with them. You start, you start with Seattle. whoever you want. Well, we'll just start there. 49ers in Seattle. 49ers are four and three. Seattle's five and one. You're 49ers take- have been dealing with some issues, too. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm picking the Hawks. Yep. I don't think the 49ers are... 49ers are going to win in Seattle. I would for sure. This is a normal season, and um, they had a full stadium. I'd take the Hawks even more than I'm picking them right now. <laughs> I like it. I'm actually. Both man I'm going to Seattle. I'm going to go with the Seahawks as well in this one. I just don't think that the 49ers, as impressive as it was to win at Foxborough, I. It's it's going to be harder to win in Seattle. I, Seattle's a better team than New England right now, so I'm going to take the Hawks too. By the way, before we pick the rest of them, I was um, five and one last week, lit it up, and that's my second time in three weeks that I was five and one. So I am now uh, I've got a five game lead on you because you went uh, two or th- yeah two and four, so you're twenty three twenty two and one. You're a game over five hundred, and I'm twenty eight seventeen and one. Well, you got some work to do, my friend. Hopefully this week will get me back. Okay, so we both picked the Seahawks, so no, uh, no, nothing there. Okay. Um, Saints versus the Bears. Ooh. Where's it at? New Orleans? Soldier Field. Ooh. Um, Saints. Bears. Okay. You like Nick Foles. Well, did you see about all the controversy this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm picking the Saints. Yeah, I, I don't think – I'm picking the Bears. I think that, you know, the whole comment thing that happened, I don't think Bruce is trying to put any blame anywhere other than try to tell a story. But it is – I mean, I can't imagine being a player and then hearing that and thinking, well, that's not what I, what I was trying to convey. Right, I'm sure so- he was trying to say that we're trying to figure out our offense. That's so, what as an analyst, as an analyst that you've done, and you've talked to players, there are certain things that they're going to tell you 
that you just know, okay, I probably shouldn't mention that on the broadcast, although they didn't, they may not have said, you know, completely off the record or whatever. But there's certain things that you just hear as an analyst where you're going, or a play-by-play person, yeah, I'm not going to mention that. And Greasy probably should have held that one in. Yeah, and I think, I, I really do think he was trying to just convey to the audience that they're still figuring out their uh, their offense. And do I think that Nick Foles and the offensive coordinator have a bad relationship? No, I thought, I doubt it. I bet they're just working some things out. And yes, as an analyst, you hear loads of things that don't go on air. I mean, a ton. Right. I think you have to decipher, and I think it's easier for somebody that in the analyst role that has played the sport before and knows what you as a player would be okay with hearing on air that wouldn't cause a rift in the program. And at the end of the day, you want players to trust you. So yeah. I completely if agree. you're releasing information that players don't necessarily want to hear on air and then other players from other teams hear it, then they're going to be reluctant to give you information. 100% agree with you. That's why you, when not COVID, have a pretty good job as an analyst and you, you do a great job. So, um, oh, just buttering thank you, you. Yeah, I'm buttering you up. All right, third game of the week. Uh, <laughs> third game. Um, Pat Bills. Uh, Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo, too. Yeah. Pats just aren't – they're not They're not as good. They're just – they're not the same. And I read today, it sounds like uh, Belichick's ready to start having a uh, fire sale and maybe giving up uh, the first year without Tom. So um, not necessarily giving up on the season, but uh, throwing in the towel and saying, hey, basically anybody is on the trading block. Hey, uh, break for hard, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree. So, all right. Next. Oh, and by the way, Josh There's Allen. There's always one person that takes it harder than the other. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, very true. Okay, next game. Steelers versus Ravens in Baltimore. Ooh. What's Baltimore's record? Five and one. Only loss was against the Chiefs. Mm. And it was close, if I remember. I don't uh, think it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I don't even remember what happened 10 minutes ago. Uh, pasta <laughs> Primavera. Anyway, um, you go first on this one. Steelers. Mm, mm. Um, I'll take the Ravens in this one just to be different. Okay. Yeah, because I have well. If you if you win this one, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> I got to go back to our uh, original first week, where I picked Baltimore to win the Super Bowl. So I got. I don't even want to talk about who I picked to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> don't even mention it, Jason. <laughs> I, I won't mention. I won't mention that it's the team that no longer has Dak. Or uh, Andy Dalton right now, and it's Andy Dalton's birthday today, by the way. Um, I just happy birthday, Andy Dalton. I don't know if he knows it's his birthday today after that dirty, malicious hit the other night. But anyway, um, so I'll take the Ravens in this one just to be opposite. All right, Rams at Dolphins. Tua Tagovailoa mm. gets his first NFL start. Well, how do you feel about that? I don't think they should be putting him out there right now. No, and you and I talked about this last week. It's it's not like Fit, uh, Fitzpatrick was playing terrible. He was actually playing really well. 
And I know yeah. on camera and, and in public he's going to say he supports Tua, but why do you make this move last week or two weeks ago? And, and now you got Tua making his first start against a very good football team, and I don't I don't necessarily agree with it. I know he's supposedly the future, but I just give him give I would have given him another I year to rest. Yes, he does need against. I think he needs another year of rest. There's no reason to. I mean, that injury he had was gnarly. Any hip injury is very difficult on any athlete because that's where our power comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just your center of gravity or your hips, and so to have a hip injury like that, you just need to be able to regain your strength. And I'm sure he looks great. I'm sure they're probably seeing him in practice, and they're just mouth watering and all the things that Tua can do. We've seen it for years. Right. So I'm sure they're just getting ahead of themselves. I just hope the guy doesn't get hurt. Because if he got hurt, I would be so sad for him. Yep. Uh, And like I said, last week and again this week, Fitzpatrick wasn't playing bad. He was actually playing pretty good. No, he wasn't. And as a Cowboys guy, I'd maybe, maybe be okay with that trade. But if it was to, you know, I'd, I'd, to get a quarterback, you got a quarterback in Dallas making his first start this week. It's an FCS guy. It's a long trip though to Miami from LA. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a really long trip, <laughs> but not much of a weather change. No, much, not at all. Well, it is hurricane season. This one just went north, so they're all right. <laughs> okay, okay Raiders at the Browns. Can't handle at the Giants. Um, so there you go. Let me ask you. You said in the COVID season. Uh, you're not a super baseball person, but do you think the Dodgers are positive? And then you go out and infect a whole team, maybe two? That's the prima. My daughter, though. No, my, my daughter loves those. The little two-year-old, she loves the heck out of those. Um, but no, I'm not a tomato person. But I like I like ketchup. But I'm also one of those weird guys that... I'll put ketchup on, like, a hot dog and my hamburger and um, dip my French fries, but I won't put ketchup on my hash browns in the morning because it's not the same thing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't put hash browns or ketchup on my hash browns. My brother. I love tomatoes. Yeah, I can't do tomatoes. Just the the it's the texture. Um, I just don't like them. But I also well, I don't like tomato soup you know, either. That's very strange combination of the different tomatoes that you like. <laughs> I can eat tomatoes with like a little bit of salt on it, like a straight up tomato. I think my mom does that. Salt on it. Oh, yummy. Yeah, I think my mom does that or has. But yeah, no, I'm not a fan. So. Um, all right. Um, quote. Oh, I wanted to ask you some. So we were talking about a long trip, but when you were in high school, what was the longest road trip you took? Oh, oh, this is a good one. You're going to love this. In high school? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking college. Okay. Well, I'll study the college one because this one's actually pretty interesting, but my college road trip with my team, we didn't go far. We pretty much stayed in the state of Oregon. Okay. For high school sports? Yeah. We didn't go far. Okay. For club sports, we went far. 
So uh, just high school volleyball, not far enough. And then you guys like didn't travel from the north part of the state to the south or east to west. East to west isn't very long. Though. Didn't need to. We're yeah, we didn't need to because we were uh, in a more populated area. Okay. So those schools came to us because we were the bigger schools and usually had bigger tournaments. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, I'm only bringing this up because in Montana it's football playoff season right now. And oh my god! Yeah. They're actually playing high school football, and they made it to the playoffs, which is awesome. Um, so in one division, the, the biggest division, AA, with the biggest schools, the average travel time for playoffs is two, and a, two hours, 36 minutes, 149 miles. That's not bad. <laughs> in class, uh, so they play six-man football, and the average t- uh, distance this week for the playoff teams is 300 miles, four hours, 45 minutes. Um, including a 378 wow. mile road trip. Okay, class eight uh, C eight man is 307 miles and f- just under five hours total travel time. In class B, wow. three hours 54 minutes, 244 miles. That's not terrible. Although there's one that goes from northeast Montana to northwest Montana. That's 464 miles. However, that's nothing compared to this. Are you ready for this? So Sydney, Montana is basically the North Dakota border. Now, way eastern Montana. They have to travel to Hamilton, which is over by Missoula. It's 588 miles, 9 hours, 36 minutes on a bus for a football game, Nicole. Hey, I had a bus from Spokane to Montana to Montana State. That was a long ride. That's not, yeah, but that's less than, uh, let's see, Spokane to Bozeman is like five hours, six hours at the most. Yeah, but the whole entire time you're on the bus. Yeah, you guys get to stop. You're going from Missoula? Yeah, but you go from, you stay a night in Missoula, and then immediately when you're done with the game, you go straight to Bozeman, and it's like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then you have to go to practice in the morning, and then you got to study hall, and then you got to play that night, and that night you drive back on Bozeman to Spokane. Yeah, but I'm going to say because I've I've done that with uh, both Montana State when I was doing games for the the women, and then um, with Carroll College, you just you get used to it. Um, like Lewis to Idaho, the one way trip was well, one way was like nine hours on the bus, so you get done, and then. You just drive home. That's just the way. It, but players, when you when you played, you guys just slept all the time anyway, so it didn't matter. You just slept on the bus, right? <laughs> yeah, I slept on the bus. See, all the time. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Um, but yeah, nine and a half hours on a bus to play a football game. Now they're going to split that up over a couple of days, obviously. But uh, gosh, I hope so. Um, so th- that was nothing. So back in 1989, I'm just throwing a little bit of Montana history at you. Back in 1989, um, Sydney had to travel, or Colt Strip rather, had in Mile City, both eastern Montana. But they had to travel like basically the exact same trip I just mentioned, like three times in a row, like three weeks in a row. So you're talking like, you know, 3,000 miles round trip when it's all said and done to play in the playoffs. Got to do what you got to do, Jason. That's right. All right, tell me your college trip because you said something about college. Or was that yeah, the- so when I was at Eastern, um, we went to North Carolina 
No, we went to, yeah, we did both. We went to North Carolina and South Carolina. And then from South Carolina, we didn't go home. So we had to pack for two weeks. Mm. And so we go across the country there. And then we flew from South Carolina to Hawaii and then stayed a week there and from Hawaii to Eastern. Nice. It was a long trip. It was really long. Did you guys win? We won the tournament. We actually beat, when I was at uh, Eastern, we beat North Carolina State when they're a really good volleyball program. So that was a huge win, and we won that tournament. And then we went, and then we beat College of Charleston, which is another really good volleyball school, a smaller volleyball school. Um, but they win their conference like every year, year after year after year. So that was a big win. And then we went to Hawaii and lost to Hawaii in five, which I won't get angry about, nor do I want to get into that loss because that one hurts my heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we lost to, at the time, Florida was ranked number one in the country, and we lost to them in five as well. So oh. we were a good team that year at Eastern. We just had some coaching issues. Gotcha. Um, I remember, and I, I know you got to get into coach and volleyball, it sounds like, but I remember a, a match in Bozeman, Montana State, Eastern Washington. This would have been in the ni- late 90s. And the t- coaches got into a shouting argument right in front of the scores table. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's, uh, it was awesome to watch. And I... Uh, Dave Gant was the coach at Montana State, and then he ended up at Gonzaga for a while. Uh, great coach. And I can't remember who was coaching Eastern Washington at the time. Yeah, I thought they were going to throw down. It was awesome. <laughs> Over volleyball. Like that. <laughs> I know, right? Um, all right. Uh, appreciate it. Oh, you didn't give me your quote. Do you have your quote? Because Yes, I do, by Bobby Robinson, football manager. We didn't underestimate them. They were a lot better than we thought. Nice. They are yeah. who we thought they are or were. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get a copy yeah. of that book. I got to get a copy of it. Hey, um, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it as always. No problem. Love chatting with you because there's nobody better. Love chatting with you. Um, I Hopefully hope you- I win next week. Uh, I'm going to say no. Um, you can pull, let's see, we got one, two, we have three different games. So you could could pull to within three games or two games because you're down five, but I don't think you're going to. So. Slow and steady wins the race. we got a lot of weeks left. Jason. That is true. That is very true. We have like ten weeks left, which makes no sense to me. But anyway, um, I cannot <laughs> wait till next week. And I'll let you know how the pasta primavera is from Dinner's Done Right. Yes, please let me know. I will. Um, Say hi to the girls. Say hi to the team. Tell them that you're talking to a semi-famous radio guy. And um, you got a semi-famous volleyball coach that they're learning under. So they they know celebrities in you, for one. So. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> hey, you're on TV. Well, most sometimes. But yeah, all right. I appreciate it, Miss Nicole. You have yourself a wonderful Perfect. week, and uh, we'll we'll I'll uh, be checking in with you. You too. Have a good one. <laughs> that is Nicole Ragoni. That's what she said. 
Uh, love chatting with her. We'll take a break. We'll come back. And I think we're going to end up doing a show tomorrow. So I think we'll put Linnea Quigley back into tomorrow's rotation. Yeah, we'll do a show tomorrow. But we're going to come back uh, on this day in history and more. And we'll talk to America's Scream Queen tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show. We're coming right back. Stay with us. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop records, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Uh, welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Nicole Ragoni is awesome. Love chatting with her. That's what she said. And it's brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. We, we talked about the pasta primavera tonight that we're having here at the Walker household. Uh, make sure you stop by Dinner's Done Right, though. Last week, we uh, for breakfast, was a Saturday morning? We did the Big Daddy casserole. Now, the Big Daddy casserole is loaded with hash browns and eggs and sausage and ham and bacon and oh, cheese. So good. So good. So, uh, stop by Dinner's Done Right and get yourself some great food. All right. Um, congratulations to the Glacier Girls soccer team winning the first soccer championship in program history. So, can, uh, congratulations to the Wolfpack. And I believe they are coached in parts. Uh, assistant coach Megan Upham, is she still there? Um. Former Helena High standout. 
But uh, the Glacier Wolfpack girls winning. So yesterday the Hellgate boys won. With sixth title in seven years or something like that. And then the Glacier girls winning today their first. Which is awesome. Um, Saturday, uh, you've got the boys at Columbia or at Whitefish, and then the girls are at Laurel for State A. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, let's see. On this day in history, it is October 29th. It is National Cat Day, Hermit Day, Oatmeal Day, 1889, uh, baseball at the Polo Grounds. The defending champ New York Giants beat the Brooklyn Bridegrooms 3-2 to two to claim the uh, series. They played nine games. 1942, Branch Rickey named president and GM of the Brooklyn Dodgers. 1960, oops, Cassius Clay. First uh, professional fight beats Tony Hunsaker on points in six rounds in Louisville, hometown for Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay. Billy Ma- Martin fired his Yankees manager on this date in 1979, the second time he'd been fired. He ended up getting fired three more times from New York. 2008, Philadelphia beats Tampa. Second title for the uh, Phillies in 126-year history. They'd won it in, uh, what, 1980? And then they went again in 2009. 2014, San Francisco beats the Royals in Game 7 to win uh, the Giants' third title in five years. Happy birthday, 1859. Charles Ebbets was born, co-owner of the Brooklyn Dodgers until 1902. Uh, Ebbets Field, named after, obviously, Charles Ebbets. Uh, 1981, Amanda Beard was born, Olympic gold medal in 1996 in Atlanta, also in Athens in 2004, and a uh, great swimmer from uh, America. So there you go. That is uh, on this day. Tomorrow, Linnea Quigley. We're going to have her tomorrow. We're going to have her today, back tomorrow. I think Bill Pilgrim will join us tomorrow. We are going to do a show tomorrow, so we'll save predictions for tomorrow as well. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Big uh, big thanks, Nicole Ragoni. Love talking with her. She's so good. She'll be back next week. Uh, tomorrow, Linnea Quigley, America's Scream Queen, will join us. Get you set for Halloween. We'll also talk to Corbin coach Bill Pilgrim. It's all coming up tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show. We'll have predictions and much more. Have yourself a terrific Thursday. If you miss anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. We'll have the show uploaded for you. I know we had some internet issues uh, on the Facebook today. See you tomorrow. Bill Pilgrim, Linnea Quigley. We're screaming all the way to a finally Friday. We'll see you tomorrow. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.